We have got a massive game coming up this weekend for the Pittsburgh Steelers, just before the bye, the Baltimore Ravens coming up on the Irish Steelers podcast. We're going to look ahead to that. But first, we're going to welcome a great guest in this week. First off, Michael McQueen, Jimmy English, Dave McKee. Jimmy, good to see you, man. It's hard to believe the bye week's next week. Yeah, the season is flying, Michael. Uh, it's it's crazy to think that we're in, well, coming into week four now already. It's, uh, God, it's, the games have flown by and, you know, it's, it's maybe not going the way exactly we would like it to, to go, but we're, you know, it's, it's great having football back and look, just we have to enjoy these these fleeting moments while we have them because before you know it, we'll be in, in the middle of November and football will, will be on the wrong side of uh, the wrong side of Christmas and we'll be counting down towards the, the playoffs. So look, uh, yeah, no, great to be here chatting Steelers football with, with you guys. We will bring our guest in just a wee second. First off, Dave, good to see you as well. I'm on, and it was great, Dave, to hear not just not just to see Steelers fans in Dublin Airport on Sunday before the Wembley game, but also like people just talking about the podcast and, and the meet party next month. There's a real buzz in Ireland at the minute for the Steelers, and uh, they were mentioning uh, that lovely lad from Tyrone and, and that lad from Drogheda with his great dulcet tones as well on the podcast, boys. I don't know which lovely lad from Tyrone they were talking about. They were talking about me or you. I'm not sure, but um, <laughs> yeah, no. As as you said, Michael, it's um, it's it's nearly we're coming up to. Uh, November now so, uh, shortly so um, it has, as Jimmy said it hasn't been the perfect start of the season but you know what it's just good to have some Steelers football back and um, obviously we can keep an eye on around the, the rest of the league as well so yeah good to be here and um, excited to, to talk some more Steelers with you guys Absolutely and we will go into that Ravens game and probably take a look around the north as well at some point just after our interview uh, delighted to welcome into the podcast this week you may see her on Sky Sports NFL in both Ireland and the UK throughout the season. But more so than that, uh, our guest uh, plays a bit of football, has coached, has done so much stuff. I literally could rhyme off a CV 15 pages long. Buzzing to have Phoebe Schachter on the Irish Sitters podcast. Phoebe Falcha, welcome. How you doing? Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. I feel like I'm properly part of the Steelers Nation now from whether being there, watching you guys every week, now on the podcast. It's pretty much... And being in Ireland. So, I mean, come on. It's like my home away from home, it seems like. <laughs> I have to say, I love I love that home away from home. And you were in Limerick, um, which seems like a lifetime ago now in August, whenever GB won the um, female version of the European Flag Football Championship. I think Germany won the men's. A massive congrats to you. We've seen uh, the Steelers provided the Irish uh, male and female teams with some Steelers gear, which is awesome. Um, that was a great weekend, Phoebe. I mean, just generally, there was a lot of Steelers fans there on the Sunday as well did you enjoy your weekend in Limerick oh I absolutely loved it I mean I think I didn't move for like a week afterwards before coming to Dublin I think I just slept but it was such a great experience and the way that the um you know American Football Ireland put on such a huge event the University of Limerick is beautiful I mean I got all my meals like massive plates every day so I can't complain I love to eat so you know honestly it it was great the competition was terrific I couldn't I've asked for more and there's only one really like typically rainy summer limerick day so life is good <laughs> Phoebe, can you talk to us a little bit about you know your background in american football obviously as mick mentioned you know you you play a little bit of flag football you've coached the buffalo bills and now you're you know you're involved in the amazing coverage being provided on sky sports nfl so look just tell us about your journey to the to, to this point i guess yeah, I mean, it really is the most 
ridiculous, crazy roller coaster of a journey. You know, just I'll I'll try and keep it brief. I mean, I moved to England. It'll be 11 years in December. I've, despite having an American accent, I have dual citizenship. So my mom's British, but she lives in the States. So um, I moved over here and originally moved for horses, but was looking for a way to meet people. And that's how I found American football uh, up in Manchester. And I never played contact sport. I didn't really follow it at all just because horses are 24-7. And once I went and played, I absolutely fell in love with it. And from there, I thought I want to get into coaching. So, you know, it was a way to kind of give back to a sport that gave me so much. And then my coaching journey just kind of took off because I went from coaching youth to our adult teams over here and then uh, made it through the Bill Walsh Diversity Fellowship and ended up with the Buffalo Bills. So first training camp with them in 2017, then 2018, 2019 season, uh, came back, coached out in Germany for a bit, coached our GB teams here. And then it was pretty much during COVID and lockdown that I ended up working with Sky because everything was being filmed remote, similar to how we're doing it now. And they were just looking for an extra guest and had heard about me and what I was doing and did one episode. And then it really kind of all tipped over when our lovely host, Neil Reynolds, got COVID. And they were like, and this is when we're back in studio. And they thought we need to have somebody who's going to do this. Uh, so myself and Hannah Wilkes got the call up, you know, always stay ready, they say. And we didn't ruin it. We didn't we didn't mess up too badly. So they, they've asked me back. And now I'm, you know, very fortunate to be part of the Sky Sports team with Neil and Jason Bell and, and all of our amazing guests. I mean, at the moment we have Indomiting Sue, who's just, you know, uh, an incredible human. So yeah, this has gone from not wanting to play to not wanting to coach to not wanting to do broadcasting, but somehow it's just happening. <laughs> you know, obviously, um, Phoebe, you know, you work as Jimmy and mentioned there on yourself, you mentioned working with the Buffalo Bills, you know, another great historical franchise, maybe at the opposite spectrum, if you like, you know, the Steelers, they're known for great defenses. The Bills are maybe known for great offenses. I'm just wondering, obviously, from a like a Buffalo Bills point of view what sort of perception would you have on the Steelers like because obviously with the Steelers being a large organization in sport I'm just wondering what sort of perception you would have on us you know I think what's what's really cool about the Steelers and it is just the the history that comes along with it I think we have kind of similar fan bases in the sense that they're kind of that blue collar work hard um you know they're they're passionate about their sports the weather is not always great. So you have to be a bit different to be out there in the middle of winter, you know, especially, you know, the, the stadium is right off the water, right? So it, it is not easy climate for anybody. So for the fans who are so passionate to be out there, they, you know, they work so hard to be able to afford these tickets. Um, and I think you look at just, the, again, the history, right? Having Mike Tomlin, I mean, that's, that's incredible how many years, 16 years with the Steelers franchise and before that they've just had a history of consistency with head coaches and great leadership and I think that's really important I think that says a lot about a, an organization and especially a sports organization in today's day and age where everything seems so easily kind of thrown out or changed but they really stick true and believe to their believe in their values one of the best things about working on Sky Sports NFL Phoebe is the fact that you get to see a lot of the games in time and you get to see a lot of action and uh, what what did you make of the Steelers last year but especially Kenny Pickett in his first year in the league you know I think from the moment that 
Kenny Pickett took over, it was, I mean, he's just incredible, right? Like as a young man coming into the building. And I think what was, what was kind of cool when being in Pittsburgh, we were within walking distance of the Steelers facility in terms of training facility. And just even realizing that like the Steelers facility and the Pitt facility are literally like one and the same, essentially. So they got to watch Kenny Pickett kind of from a distance, but very close for a while. And they understood what his opportunities were. And from the moment that he took over, you know, when the injury happened and, and he took over, I think in week four or five, I mean, he just handled himself so well. And he had such a great relationship with his receivers. And I think, you know, he's got so much potential. We saw him when he was playing in college. I mean, he was famous for his almost slide and then was able to keep, I mean, you know, he changed rules in college essentially because of his athleticism. And so, you know, to see him kind of grow and develop and um, I think it's just been really, it's been really, really impressive to watch him over the years. And it's, it's being honest, it's such a shame for him to have an injury right now. And, you know, watching him last weekend, I think all of us just thought, oh, like, you know, wishing all the best and, and hope that it's a really speedy recovery. You had the opportunity, Phoebe, to travel to Pittsburgh for week one. Um, I know from, you know, being back here and watching yourself and Neil and Sky Sports, the atmosphere seemed incredible. I know at one point you guys couldn't even hear yourselves talking. So tell us a little bit about your trip and getting to meet some of the Steelers, including Art Rooney. Yeah, I mean, that trip was phenomenal. I don't think I've ever been with an organization and, and I know that you know, Neil and Sky tested the same thing that were so welcoming and open doors and the way that they made us feel such a part of the community. Um, you know, from the moment we got there, you know, I had the absolute honor of uh, being able to interview Art Rooney the second. I mean, nobody, not many people get that opportunity. And for him to come and sit down and, and speak with us for a little bit and share his love for the game and the history of the Rooney family and obviously Ireland. Um, it's just, it was, it was very humbling and I felt really privileged to kind of be in the same space as him. And, you know, then after that, having, having Dan Rooney showing us around the Steelers museum, I mean, that, that is brand new in the past year, I think he said, and to kind of, you, you watch this video at first, which just kind of gives you goosebumps. And from there you travel through this kind of classic, like time is stopped and it, it, just you know it reminds you of how much depth and history there is for the Steelers from this you know the steel curtain and the incredible players they've had over the years and you know you really feel like you're part of that community and I, I can imagine for fans and people from Pittsburgh like what an honor it is to have that right there um you know from playing you could you go in the in a booth and play call this Antonio Holmes catch in the end zone you know there's just so much really cool stuff about it and I feel bad I should be wearing my Steelers jersey. They gave me a, an amazing little uh, Steelers jersey with my name on it. And, you know, I mean, it's just like the most giving family, you know, and, and Dan Rooney spent a lot of time with us. And then and then you get to the game itself and it's, wow, like that stadium is incredible. The views are incredible. The yellow seats are just, you know, they, they light up the space. And I think it was even crazy to watch. They had a, a pit game the night before how they transformed that entire stadium from college football to NFL, you know, thinking about the hashes on the floor, those are different. It's just all these things that go into an NFL team that you just don't ever think about. And they gave us, you know, tours and firsthand experience and gave us all of their time 
when they were hosting their first home game in years. I mean, in nine years, that's it. That's insane. Yeah. And you know, you mentioned that interview as well. It was, it was obviously a great piece put together by Sky and obviously it shows, you know, the, the, the seriousness they're taking into, you know, helping Steelers fans on the island. Um, but obviously you, you mentioned there, you actually received a jersey as well, which is cool. Can you sort of delve into it as well about the tour of the facility? Well, like, what was that actually like? So, like, did you see many, like, obviously, did you get to watch much practice? Did you get to just, can you sort of just delve into that a bit more? Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, so when we got to the sports facility, it was the guys were just going out to their walkthroughs at their um, home facility. So, you know, we didn't really get to do much of that, especially the day before a game. You know, people are pretty private about that sort of thing. But I mean, we went on the field, we, we went through all the inner workings of the stadium. And, you know, that's in its own right, incredible, like how they make a game day work is just insane. Um taking us through the like literally walking around and seeing all the incredible statues art rooney statue and you know things that you see that are history like the immaculate reception they have they have a statue there you know it doesn't it doesn't stop it's it's everywhere you look you you see a piece of that history you feel like you're a part of it because they make you feel like you're a part of it um going back to the they had the the big Heinz bottle from back there, what used to be called Heinz Field. You know, it's just like all these things that you see and read about. And, and you know, it just was, it was a very cool experience. And again, just to be a part of that all and, and feel so welcomed when they really didn't have to do any of that was really quite special and, and just a testament to the team. I think, Phoebe, honestly, I'm not, not, we're not just saying this because it's an Irish Sooners podcast. Props to Sky. Like, I was in the, I was in the bar watching that and the whole bar went quiet whenever you were talking about Ireland. I, I think for a lot of people here, regardless of who they support, it genuinely meant an awful lot to them to see, I guess, maybe somewhere closer to home be talked about like this, especially when it's such a big week. It's week one, so it was it was extra special. And I think he's, he's, he's all done a great job. And I'm led to believe the spot that you were standing in the stadium uh, is, uh, the Steelers said to us that, there's been no broadcast done there before. So obviously it must feel very special. But as Jimmy said there as well, it, the atmosphere was electric as well. So it must have been an amazing experience. Yeah, it was so cool. I mean, our view was perfect, right? You could see absolutely everything. Um, I think it was, you know, I'm always hungry. So I was right near the food. So you just get that waft of like amazing barbecue every now and then. Um but the crowds walking by, you you feel like you're a part of it. They're feeling like they're watching a live show. And then, of course, you bring in our amazing guests. And then all of a sudden, it's just black and yellow surrounding you because everyone just loves, you know, our, our incredible guests of the time. And, um, yeah, the view was perfect. Everything, like, we could not ask for any more. And, and again, like, they were just so, they, they bent over backwards for us. So, Phoebe, one of the um, one of those guests that you did have on the Sky Sports broadcast was former player Max Starks, you know, two-time Super Bowl winner, who's now part of the sideline and uh, the Steelers radio sideline broadcast. What was it like to meet Max in person? You know, I say that was pretty pretty cool. Yeah, and it was great because the day before we had seen him in terms of his like outline in the museum, so you could compare your wings span to his wingspan and his height because he's known for having also the largest size feet um in the nfl so you know to be able to kind of 
have that fun and then be with him the next day. I might need to get a box next time for someone that tall. Um, but he was he was wonderful and someone who's really transformed his career. I mean, obviously an amazing player, but now to be able to give back to the people, I know he was so passionate about what he's doing with the Steelers radio and and how he's able to still interact with fans. And, and honestly, he was our first guest. And when he came up, the amount of people that just went nuts for him and calling his name and, you know, he's so identifiable as well. Um, he's really just done such a great job. And it, to, to just be able to speak to someone who's played in that stadium, who's played, you know, under Tomlin, who's had all these great experiences and, and for them to share that with you, like, is really quite special because you don't get very many opportunities to get that, like, firsthand experience of somebody. Yeah, just even speaking to Max last week, um, you know, we it was actually just a, a sort of a pinch me moment, you know, just obviously a Steelers legend and stuff. So it was great to obviously hear some of his stories. But um, you mentioned there as well about the fans. And obviously, as you know, some of the most passionate and, you know, truth um, loyal fans in the NFL, uh, even though the result didn't go as, as to planned, you know, the, the 49ers came and the, the sort of, you know, that sort of beat the brakes off us, if you like. Um, but I just want to know how the day was overall, even though maybe we may have lost, but w- was it the least, you know, you get something you could take back and say, wow, that was that was a great experience? Yeah, I mean, it, I think it first starts off with literally, like you guys said, the noise. I mean, I've not been a part of something where we could barely hear each other. We were stood next to each other and it almost reverberates through the ground and you could feel the hope and excitement and seeing those terrible towels. And then when Santonio Holmes came and joined us and he started waving his terrible towel, it's like, it was like a calling. I felt like I was in like the Lion King and the towel was like the little baby and everyone's just like waving their towels like crazy. I mean, you literally, like when you talk about feeling the passion of fans, that is, that is literally the epitome of it because they are, they are so dedicated and they are just, they, they love being there, you know, the screaming and excitement and, you know, everyone's just like on edge the whole time. And um, I think that's probably, you know, something I'll remember, I'll remember forever. I mean, the moths, on the other hand, I have to say, that's the only negative thing about our experience were these moths that kept attacking us. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Yes. And. <laughs> um... Maybe like obviously, you know, one of the great things about the global market scheme at the minute, and it's we've, we've seen it over the last couple of years in the UK especially, is uh, the chance to grow sort of fan development in the league, and like even seeing stuff like that different teams in the league have done last year, like Chicago Bears, the 49ers with fan parties, and um, we've seen something that I don't think any team has done in Europe anyway since this is launched, a, a watch party of its size in a stadium. And this fan party is going to take place in November in Croke Park, and it's sold out in 24 hours. I was telling your colleague at Sky Sports, Cameron Hogwood, on Sunday that he needs to find a way to get there. It would be awesome to have Sky there in some way. Um, Just what's your thoughts on this whole commitment to Ireland? How how awesome would it be to have a game there? Because I know how special you thought Germany was. I genuinely think, and I know, I'm sure these boys would agree, and people in Ireland would agree, TV, I think Dublin, hypothetically, of course, at some point in the future would top it. I think the crowd would be incredible, right? I, I think there's no doubt in my mind about 
how the fans would show up and show out for any sort of NFL game. And, you know, we did hear Mr. Rooney say that potentially we'll, we'll have an in-season in game over there. Um, you know, even just my opportunity being at the Aer Lingus College Football Classic, you know, with Notre Dame, that that atmosphere was incredible as well, right? So I we know the fans have that and they're excited about it. Um I was with I was with Dan Rooney when they were talking about how the event sold out. And I think they were just they couldn't believe it themselves. And I think it just goes to show how much passion there is for this sport within Ireland. And um, you know, there's a lot of opportunity and there's a lot of people that deserve the the opportunity to to not only just become a, a fan, but you know, go play football, whether it's tackle or flag or officiate or coach, you know, there's so many avenues. And I think just by more and more exposure, you're going to just find more and more people who fall in love with this terrific sport. Can you give us your thoughts on the season so far for the Steelers, Phoebe? Uh, obviously, you know, there's been ups and downs and maybe it hasn't quite gone as, you know, the team itself and fans might have, might have, might like. So we'd love to hear your thoughts. Yeah. You know what? There's been some really great splashes, right? I mean, the, the picket pickens kind of relationship is still strong, which you love to see. Um, I think, you know, you still have the consistency of, of a terrific head coach. You've got someone who's got a, a history of winning and knows what it takes to win. And, you know, everyone understands what that standard is. And I think everyone knows that perhaps, you know, we're not always playing to our standard, but it's clear where we need to go. Right. Um, I think the defense has been a shining light as well. I mean, Fitzpatrick's been incredible, um, you know, picked by Levi Wallace only the other week. So you've got a, a couple of these great players stepping up. I mean, but I think ultimately, like you look at the defense and you look at TJ Watt, who right now is is probably arguably one of the best you know, defensive lineman in the league. And, and, you know, you go back to what stands out to you actually from that game when I was there, it was, and I've seen it since in multiple games, but it is the power that TJ Watt has on that team. And, and by that, I mean, he knows when he needs to, like, he's always going a million miles an hour, but he knows when he really needs to step up and make that big play that, that gets the rest of the team lit up. And he becomes that kind of heartbeat of the team. And it's, it's incredible to watch because he does it in such a big way in such a kind of boisterous way. And it gets people, again, that gives you that hope because you know, all right, you've got TJ Watt and he can do incredible things. And that's, you know, through some of this time, especially whilst, you know, hopefully now fingers crossed for um, Pickett, but hopefully you know that you've got the defense that you can rely on who are going to make big plays when when you really need it. Um, and again, that comes down to TJ Watt for me. Yeah, just just finally, Phoebe, um, obviously this weekend's a huge game, you know, against the Ravens. You know, it's it's one of the best rivalries in the NFL, if not the most intense rivalry. So um, just obviously what, what you're wondering about the matchup, obviously we don't know whether Pickin or Pickett's going to play. Apparently the injury is as bad as we first assumed and um, just wondering how you think we match up with them again I, I think it probably goes back to defense right I mean you, you've got to stop Lamar to be start to start with and and he is a a tough one to scheme against but you can scheme against him you know if you you have that strong pass rush to contain him and then you've got your incredible linebackers over the middle to really stop him when he tries to run I mean if you take away his run game and you force him to to be a pass only quarterback 
you know, he he can at time make those mistakes. And I think essentially with the Ravens, you're you're hoping that they make a mistake. But then as the Steelers, that's where, you know, you have the opportunity to really capitalize. And remember, you've got special teams. Like, you can definitely steal one on special teams. So um, it's going to have to be a collective team effort for this to happen. But it can absolutely happen. I mean, the rivalry just gets something different going in your blood, right? Like, the second you know you're playing the Ravens, you just like get this fire in your belly and it's going to be a battle. These two teams are going to fight the entire way. And that's what I love about it. Like this is like hard nosed football um, and Steelers, like their mentality is, is one of a kind with again, Tomlin at the, at the head of that. I have to say, baby, I've I've loved hearing about your experience in, in in Pittsburgh, and also just hearing about the thoughts so far this season. But certainly, I'd like to take this opportunity, not just on behalf of these guys here, but just fans in Ireland, just to thank you for everything you were doing to to grow to help grow the game here and help grow the game overseas. So thank you so much. I know this will not be the last time that we talk this season. I'm going to be positive and say when the Steelers are in the playoffs, we'll, we'll bring you back on. The game will be on Sky as well. So certainly looking forward to it. But obviously wish you the very best over the next few weeks and months as the coverage gets better and better. I'm looking forward to seeing more Steelers football on Sky Sports. But for now, Phoebe Schachter, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you guys so much for having me. That was great to hear from Phoebe Schachter. Look, massive fan of Phoebe. And you know, obviously she's doing great work uh, to promote the game here. And great to hear, lads, just of her experience in Pittsburgh. Um, Jimmy, first off, great to hear from Phoebe. And man, I just I mentioned for this team to get playing now, just to you know right the wrongs this weekend. Yeah, uh, I think a bounce back is definitely needed, Mick, big time. Uh, we, we could see from the reaction on social media during well during the game, throughout the game, and and indeed in the immediate aftermath of the game that you know this is not the Steelers we, we're familiar with, and a lot of things need to change if we're going to have any hope of uh, riding the ship, saving the season, and you know achieving our goal of, of going to of going to Vegas in February. So um big big things needed on needed on Sunday against the Ravens, I think. Yeah, I think, you know, Dave, it was look look, there's no point in going around that Sunday was very disappointing. You know, the, the one thing we know about the Steelers is there's high expectations, greatness, excellence every time they get on that field. And while Houston have to be fair to Houston, they've had a very very good start to the season by their standards and what, and, and what a lot of people thought. And I've been very impressed with how CJ Stroud and Nico Collins and Tank Dell have performed together on that offense. But for Pittsburgh to go into Houston and only put six points up on the board, it's just, it's it's not acceptable as fans, as analysts. So, you know, we are obviously very excited to see how the team will respond this week. And I tell you what, Dave, we'll talk about it in a minute, but you couldn't ask for a bigger game to respond with. This is a massive game this week, man. Massive. Yeah, as you say, Mike, it's it's you don't you don't really need a like a bounce back to come here because you know if you're not motivated to play the Baltimore Ravens, then you shouldn't be playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's historically the best rivalry in the NFL, as we know. Um, but just sort of to come back on everything that Jimmy said, you know, to to, to go to Houston and to only put six points up, it's you know I wouldn't say I wouldn't say embarrassing, but at the same time, it's like you know what are we doing on the offensive side of the ball? You know, as I said, you don't. We shouldn't be having to motivate ourselves to play the Ravens. You know, we, we've got to bounce back and we've got to get a win. Hopefully, we can go into the bay, you know, over five hundred and and find ourselves where we want to be. Uh, Jimmy, I thought you were going to say something, so I'll I'll jump in very quickly. And uh, I hear, it, folks, Jimmy is 
is weather in the storm. He's got a cold at the minute, so appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Um, at the time of recording, Jimmy, we like Kenny Pickett's came out and said, and Kenny's like, he expects to go on Sunday. So we're of the assumption at the time of recording on Wednesday that he's going to play. Um, was good to see him go down in the game on Sunday. And God, you know, for, for a moment, you're thinking that could be it for a while. Um, great to have him back on Sunday. Look, it was good to see some sort of run game established on Sunday against Houston. But obviously, every other factor on the offense needs to be worked out quickly. Any Steelers fan, Jimmy, will sit in this podcast or listen to this podcast and say, we, we need a response. But by God, we need a response quickly in this game against a Ravens team that are going to be coming out all guns blazing on Sunday. Yeah, look, the play on what Kenny, where Kenny got injured, to be honest, I had my my head in my hands watching that. Um, it was it was fourth and maybe a long one. The natural, like, the natural assumption there is some sort of running play, right? Everyone who's ever played Madden, <laughs> us boys included, know, you know that fourth and one, it might be the obvious call, but you put it up the jumper. And you just rush, you know, you rush up the middle and you get the one yard. So I don't know what the rationale was there to call a passing play, particularly having Kenny Roddy out of the pocket. You know, that's not for us to know. We're not the offensive coordinators, but like I was absolutely good to see him go down. I'm glad that he's that it's not as bad as was first um was first thought. So that that's obviously positive because you definitely want to have your QB one going into this game against the Ravens. And I and I think the running game is going to be so crucial against the Ravens. I mean, that's what our, that's our brand of football. That's Cedar's brand of football. It's, it's hard nose, smash mouth football, hand it off and run it down their throats. So that's going to be a critical component of success against the Ravens. Um, and I think there, there's a lot of, there's a lack of cohesiveness still on the offensive line and that's going to be crucial. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're just this, this, if there was ever an opportunity to have a massive comeback, this game against the Ravens has to be it. We have to come out all guns blazing, kicking, scratching, screaming, swinging, and put on a show and just let's let's put this rough couple of weeks behind us and let's move on with positivity and have a great rest of the season. So, you know, my my fate was tested last weekend, Mads. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I was like. I came out of the sitting room after watching that game, and I was like, "What did I just? What did I just witness?" So, look, I'm I'm ever positive and ever hopeful that that they'll pull it out of the bag this weekend. And it's a love of the sport, Jimmy. Like it's it's the NFL, and it's it's sometimes beautiful how it's so up and down. But when it's your team, you don't want it to be like that. You want it to be full steam ahead everywhere. And I I I share your sentiments. I was I watched the game in a car in a taxi. I was. I was going crazy in the taxi as well, so I, I completely get it, mate. And Dave, I know you were the same. I mean, Dave, Baltimore um, win the first two games. They lose to the Colts, and fans are like, a bit like what well, we're going now, like, mm, what, what's going on here? And I, I, it's funny, at the start of the season, when there's so, so much high energy, stuff like this happens. They win against Cleveland. Like, they win at like in Cleveland, and that reassures their fan base. They're looking at this game with a W on their cards, and they're a team that have only allowed 14 and a half points per game so far this season. As Jimmy said, this is the big one. A big offensive performance is needed. Get both sides of the ball and the pass and the receiving game needs to be on fire this weekend going into this Baltimore game. And we have to find a way to stop guys like Zay Flyers and stop Lamar Jackson from getting anywhere. And if anybody can do it, honestly, this Pittsburgh defense can do it. Please, God. Yeah, no, I completely agree with everything you've said there, Mike. Um, 
a divisional game against the Ravens, it's it's going to be tight. You know, you know, people will maybe watch our performance last week and think, oh, the Steelers. You know, they they, they can't even beat the Texans. But when it comes to the Steelers and Ravens, it's always a one score game. And if you think of it as well, you know, they played, you know, Gardner Minshew and they played at the, the Cleveland Browns uh, second string quarterback, his name escapes me. Like, they had a pretty, you know, I'm not going to say they've had an easy run, but compared to ourselves, you know, we've, we've played some good teams, like you mentioned about CJ Stroud. And, you know, we we played the Browns as well. We managed to beat them. So I just, I was, just to, to relate everything yourself and Jimmy's just said, you know, we if we can just get both sides of the balls going and, you know, anything can happen on any given Sunday. Let's just hope, obviously, Kenny can can, can play. You know, uh, after the game, there was talk of him potentially missing out some on some time, but now apparently the news is a lot more positive. So, um, as Jimmy said, just going into this Sunday with a positive head mindset, thinking, yeah, we're going to be able to, this is the week we're going to break through this glass ceiling. And hopefully, you know, by the end of it, going into the bay, we're, we're three and two and not the other way around. So, fingers crossed it'll work. You know, advice, just boys. Sorry, just to echo, it's not just the offense that has to step back up. I mean, our defense, has, in fairness, have carried us so far in the season, but they were so they were so quiet against the Texans, against a rookie quarterback, a banged up offensive line. Okay, they got pressures, but there, there was no there was no takeaways that would be that we've been accustomed to. They didn't have a single sack. The cornerbacks and and the secondary look genuinely lost at times. So I think that might have been a potentially a bit of a trap game for us. So I think now, okay, we we can just forget about that. The Texans game happened. It was a disaster from start to finish. Let's go into this game now with a fresh mindset and let's go and beat the Ravens. Right. Let's, as you said, positive mindset. Let's get a pick each. I'm going to say the Steelers win a close game, 17-16. Just going to go out there and say 16 points for the crack. But they're, they're going to win 17-16 somehow. And the place is going to be electric. Kenny will play. And we're on a podcast on Monday. Me after a London <laughs> game, half awake, going nuts. Three and two in the season. Looking ahead to a great bye week. Positive vibes for me. Jimmy, what, what are you thinking? Man? You know, I'm a natural optimist, Nick. I always have been. And sometimes to my detriment, but I can't help it. It's just my nature. I'm, I have faith in the Steelers team. I have faith they're going to bounce back. I have faith in Mike Tomlin at least. Um, and I'm going 21-20 Steelers. We we just about eke it out, and we get away with the win, and everything is right in the world again. Everything is right in the world. Well, Dave, uh, Tyrone Mann, I met Fergal Logan at the weekend, and I talked to him about the Steelers, so he's going to try and get involved. I might actually happen. I'm not even joking. <laughs> uh, give us your big prediction, mate. Go for it. You know what? Just even listening to Jimmy there, he's just stole my scoreline. I just I was thinking of a scoregami there, but I haven't said that. I was I was just like, I'm gonna sort of drop dramatize it. Is that the word I'm looking for? I think this is what's gonna happen. Uh, the Ravens are gonna be winning twenty to nineteen in the last ten seconds of the game. We're gonna hurl one to the end zone to score, and we're gonna go for a two point conversion to win a twenty one twenty is my prediction as well. Is that optimistic? I don't know, Mike. You That's such a John Harbour move there. Against against the against the Ravens, I love it. I love it, boys. I love it. Um, right. I feel like we've reset the whole situation. This is great. I feel like we're going to start again here, two and two. We're going to go for it, boys. I mean, it could be worse. I mean, I said to myself on Tuesday morning, it could be a Giants fan and that whole situation of Monday Night Football. So I'll take it there, and we'll go from there. Uh, boys, 
obviously the game you can listen to the game on OTB Sports Radio off the ball that's both North and South just get onto the app OTB Sports on the app um, and the Zone NFL Game Pass the game is not on Sky this weekend unfortunately I'm going to say it should be because it's the best game of the weekend obviously for us lads uh, but certainly you can follow along on all social at Steelers Ireland uh, and if you are at the game the Bills Jags game in Tottenham if you see me or anybody else please do say hello we'd love to get a photo of us and show some Steelers fans at the games or if you want to share your photos Steelers Ireland X Instagram TikTok we'll chat to you soon here we go boys Thank you.